the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the program. It is Monday. Oh, yay. California, I know. Uh, the only reason why I say it is because of California, maybe a little bit of New York, and a couple of other states where they're still like, I'm locked in my house. I don't even know what day it is. Uh, is the sun, does it even work anymore? Uh, yes, it does. Come out of your shelter. Oh, you know, before I say that, I should warn you that Texas is just trying to kill everyone. Wait until you hear the latest, uh, the, the latest scientific editorial coming up in uh, just a second. Also, who said we couldn't trust Joe Manchin? Well, I'm, I mean, we, I mean, we said it we, multiple we said times. It. Yeah, but, we said yeah. it, but uh, I guess, I guess there's a problem. Joe Manchin, he's still going to stop the filibuster from from being repealed. But we'll tell you about his but. Well, not his but. I don't interest. Anyway, we'll talk about that coming up in sixty seconds. Uh, yes, it is, and I'm Glenn Beck. So if you're one of those people who live with pain, what would you give to get out of it, be out of it? Uh, most of the pain comes from inflammation in the joints and throughout the body. Now, if you're, if you're like, I'd, I'd, I'd give, you know, $100, call me. I have a secret Glenn Beck bag of, uh, I like to call it relief pills. <laughs> uh, but if you're like, that's a little much. I'd pay, you know, nineteen ninety nine to get out. Then just call Relief Factor directly. ReliefFactor.com, 800-500-8384. Uh, 800-500-8384. It's ReliefFactor.com. This is something that I took years ago, and my wife made me try it, and it has dramatically changed my life. Try Relief Factor. Get your life back. Get out of pain. ReliefFactor.com. So on Friday in the White House press conference, um, Jen Psaki. Come on, say it. Say it's Saki. No, it's, it's not. not. It's Psaki. Mm-hmm. I refuse. Mm-hmm. I refuse. The P has been, they've tried to silence the P in her family for far too long. (laughs) Who's with me? Do not allow her and her family for generations to look down on the P and say silence. Yeah, we need to use the verbiage of like Mm. the, like trans activists when they just say like, the P exists. Yeah. (laughs) The P. The P exists, Jen. Yeah. So it's Jen Psaki on this program. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Jen Psaki said that President Biden hasn't held a single uh, solo press conference during his first 45 days in office because, quote, he's too busy with this historic crisis. You know, what's weird is every week FDR gave a fireside chat. I don't know if anybody's aware of that. I mean, he gave interview. That was kind of a historic crisis, too. I mean, sure, it wasn't 0.07 infection rate uh, <laughs> of, a, of a virus, but there was some hmm? global war. It can tend to be a big deal. It could be a big times. deal. Yeah. Nazis. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's dealing with Nazis. That's what he's doing. 
He's busy. He's busier than FDR. <laughs> uh, so um, while he's too busy to talk about anything, uh, Senator, uh, uh, Democratic Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia, I am so glad we put all of our hopes and dreams into his bucket. It appears that he has started to shift his views on the filibusters. Uh, the filibuster. Remember, he is not for ending the filibuster. Here's what he said. Listen. To be clear, with 30 seconds left, sure. you would consider making it a harder to invoke the filibuster so that you just auto don't automatically have 60 votes that you need for any legislation. I'd make it harder to get rid of the filibuster. I'm supporting the filibuster. Uh -huh. I'm going to continue to support the filibuster. Right. I think it defines who we are as a Senate. I'll make it harder to get rid of it, but it should be painful if you want to use it. Uh -huh. you, just, you should make, you, make sure the place works to where, okay, I want to work with you. Wait, wait, but what if you don't want to work with you? I mean, it's not like the Republicans are saying uh, no to things like, you know what? Uh, we should make sure that uh, that we, we, you know, we we just keep the economy running and uh, and we get out of people's way. No, we're not going to do that. And we, you know, instead, it's it's more like. We're going to uh, we're going to build some concentration camps for the Japanese. Uh, these these Republicans won't work with us on anything. Well, no, we'll work on we'll work on some things with you. Not that one. No. I mean, it's not like they are talking about gun legislation. The the uh, $15 minimum wage. We have real differences on that. Now, I know the left would like to boil that down to we just hate people and want them to starve. No, we think more people, especially young people, are going to be hurt by a $15 minimum wage. It, 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 it will destroy businesses. The big businesses, you notice they're all for it. Huh. You know, they were all for a lot of things during the uh, New Deal as well with FDR. But they put... All of their competition, all of the small guys went out of business. Hmm. See, I don't understand why you don't trust Joe Manchin. First of all, he said multiple times he's against that minimum wage going that high. Uh -huh. And remember, when he was elected, mm -hmm. this is a man who took a gun and shot the cap and trade bill. Because he is so against those things. He and I know gun. I believe him. Wow. I know I believe that he's really for gun rights. I know I believe he's against those mean uh, climate bills that might hurt people in West Virginia. Right. Let me ask you something. Is uh, what was, What's Joe Manchin's uh, position on ESG, environmental, social justice, and <laughs> governance uh, standards that the banks are doing now? Because... Uh, the banks, because they've chosen to do this on their own, you know. Right. Uh, and strangely, all of them have chosen to do this on their own. And more and more businesses are choosing to do it on their own right after Biden was elected. Isn't that weird? Very strange. Glenn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, where is he on uh, on ESG? Because that's going to put the coal companies out of business. Haven't heard word one uh, hmm. on that. But maybe, maybe he's got a very... Very detailed position. On I'm that, sure but. he does. <laughs> well, they tend to be very, very specific. Like, I'm going to make it more painful to use it. Why should you? Why should it be more painful to use? Well, because he wants some of the things they're going to block. 
That's why. What he's advocating here is an approach which allows him to get all the things he wants and gives him an opportunity to be ultra-powerful in, in debates like this past week where he can manipulate the, the outlier sort of clauses in these rules. He can, he can play with the deadlines and play... Like, for example, like they were like, well, he, he, he lowered the unemployment benefit the bonus uh, that they put in the bill from $400 to $300 mm-hmm. because you know, this guy, Glenn, he's just hardcore when it comes to spending. Oh yeah. So he, he was is. just like, you know, $400 uh, yeah. to yeah. $300 and that's it. Did you know this? Also Did, though, yeah. uh-huh. that included them extending it for a, a good amount of time all the way till I believe it's September. Yeah, it's uh, the end of August. Yeah. So what, how do you spend more money? Would you say the extra hundred dollars for a shorter period of time is the is this is the person who's thrifty, or <laughs> is it the person who's lowering it? Yes, by a hundred dollars, but then extending it for multiple weeks and months afterward. I don't think I need to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. A, yeah. You're such a hate monger. <laughs> such a hate monger. Mm. Um, I like the fact that they 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 delved into how much are we going to give the American people. But they didn't delve into how much are we giving the banks? How much are we giving big businesses? Yeah. Uh, how much are we giving unions? You know, the states, the, the people, the people. I don't know. It, it, I've never felt um, that the government should uh, pay for anything. You know, the, the safety net that doesn't inc- doesn't uh, work in your community or if you're in a very small community and you just don't have a biggest, you know, big enough safety net, the government should take care of those things. But the government should not just be doling out money and sending people's uh, sending people checks, just lower our income taxes, lower our our uh, um, uh, taxes, our withholding taxes. That's that's the way you can make an impact. Don't send me a check. And it really bothers me that they are taking all of the money and giving it to the big guys. And then they're arguing about a few hundred dollars for people that need the money because they did something unconstitutional. They told the American people that they had to stay at home and not go and open their doors of their business every day. They put people into this situation. There was no argument about it. We couldn't argue. So, so wait a minute. You, you made me lose my business, and I have no recourse? In, in, in all of your life, have you ever seen anything like this? You should be able to sue. You want reparations. There's reparations. That's something we can do right now because the people that were affected by it are alive today. But you'll notice that they are doing reparations. They're doing slavery reparations. Only black businesses will get the loans. Remember, that's what Biden was saying. We're not really worried about the white businesses. We're going into the communities where it's black and Hispanic. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You put everybody, regardless of color, you put everybody into their house. Guys, sure love 
separating people based on skin color for a bunch oh, of yeah. people who claim they're not racist. Oh, yeah. They that do. is a, that's a fascinating. I mean, to, to implement the amount of uh, implied segregation they are currently attempting and then to say that you're not a racist is a fascinating development. Well, now they are now they're going to grade school and they are separating um, by by race now. And the things that they want to do is, I mean, I just saw this uh, article in the Wall Street Journal. My awakening to the new orthodoxy began during this past summer of discontent. Mid-June, a few weeks after George Floyd protests began, the head of Riverdale Country School in New York City, a private school my wife and I entrusted with the education of our two young children, sent a memo apologizing for unspecified past wrongs. We have the responsibility to use our privilege to fight for change. In September, at the first assembly of the year, instead of reciting the Pledge of Allegiance and singing America the Beautiful, long-standing school traditions, the head of the lower school announced that the theme of this year would be allyship. He then played a video in which the school mascot told students ages 5 through 11 to check each other's words and actions. The lower school head had earlier written that it's essential that parents and caregivers and educators acknowledge racial differences as opposed to their traditional colorblind stance and offered reading recommendations such as Robin D'Angelo's White Fragility. Families at Riverdale are encouraged to join school-sponsored affinity groups to bond with people from their ethnicity or skin color. One is simply called POC, Parents of Color. Whites need not apply. At this point in the story, perhaps lived experiences become relevant. I'm half Mexican uh, and uh, I think it's Yaqui, indigenous tribe native to the U.S.-Mexican border region. I'm also half Jewish. I spent the first year of my life in a commune in Berkeley, California. Growing up, I was aware that I had darker skin than my mother and my classmates, but I never was taught to define my identity by the color of my skin. My mixed background and ancestry made me feel nothing, uh, nothing other than feeling like a typical American. My wife came to the U.S. as a refugee from the former Soviet Union. Listen to this. She spent the first five years of her life in an intolerant society where her group identity as a Jew was stamped on her passport. In school, she was taught, caught, taught to keep tabs on friends and family. And after one particularly effective lesson, she was inspired to turn on her own father and turn him in for local uh, to the local police for crimes against the state. Fortunately, no harm came of it. But suffice to say, we're both a little allergic to forced conformity, especially when young, impressionable children are trained to obsess over racial differences. Be on the lookout for this. So he writes about what his school is doing and how he is standing up. He doesn't sound exactly like he is a conservative. Maybe he is, but he grew up in a commune in Berkeley, California. People, I, I would like to know, I'd like to know what the difference is between putting everybody in these categories and separating and keeping everybody segregated does anybody remember what segregation was? Does anybody remember how bad that was? How is it we're going back to this and everybody is fine? Can you pull up the uh, picture real quick and then we'll take a quick break. Pull up the picture of uh, the grocery store in New York. Have you seen this? 
It's incredible. Uh, this is a grocery store in New York uh, on the shelves. All of the, you know, where they have the prices on the shelves of the grocery stores. They have the price, and then they say black-owned, Hispanic-owned. <laughs> How can people think this is a good idea? I am fascinated by it. I, I, this idea that you should choose the food you eat based on the skin color of the owner of the company. It's that is the most just insane like you thing. to say that. It, it is exactly like me to say it. I'm gonna continue it's just to say like it. you to say that. I'm just pointing these all out for the record. Uh, someday they'll be played in court at your prosecution. And I'll be going to say, look at, look, at, look, at, look, at, look at what I said. It's just like you, Mr. Whitey White White. Not Here's what, judging people by their skin color is a hill I'm worth no, dying on. This is, dying that's on. what a white man would say. This is so you can help those struggling businesses. I want to help struggling businesses, but uh, I'm not going to pick them based on skin color. I'm going to pick them based on merit. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the society I want to live in. Anything. And if you don't want to live in it and you think that's the wrong society, sorry, suck it. <laughs> I, 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 I hate to break it to you. I'm not. I'm not changing my opinion on this. I am not going to judge people and make decisions based on skin color. No, not going to happen. Not going to do it. You're not going to turn me around on this one. I am not making decisions based on skin color. For my whole life, I thought that was universally accepted as the correct thing to do. But apparently now it is not. So is that your line? I, I'm not crossing it. I don't know if it's okay. Good, good, good. I'm not good, crossing good. that line. I, I'm I'm with you 100. percent But now let's talk about what that means in 60 seconds. No, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just stay right here. <laughs> yeah, right. I know <laughs> it's great to make that bold declaration, but now what does it mean? Timeshare termination team is there. You made an honest mistake. I mean, you know, it was far, 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 far good to be true. And those words were written on every single slide of the timeshare PowerPoint presentation you sat through, even though you, you know, you probably should have been getting up and getting out. You wanted to believe it. Uh, and they made a good case at the time. Here's the thing. They've done everything but take your blood. And it's not what they promised. Most likely. Have you used it in the last year? Have you been able to get the place that you wanted and you were promised? Or have you had to sacrifice and be bumped down a bit? Call timeshare termination team. Get the process started. Even if it's just that it's too expensive now, you can legally get out of uh, your timeshare. And any good place is going to let you out of your timeshare. Don't keep putting it off and getting stuck with another year of timeshare that you just won't use. Call 888-GET-YOU-OUT, 888-GET-YOU-OUT, or visit them online at timeshareterminationteam.com. Timeshareterminationteam.com with a 100% money-back exit guarantee at timeshareterminationteam.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So now with ESGs coming in and uh, banks now saying that they're going to uh, score you based on your environmental footprint. I mean, we were you were over at the house yesterday and we were talking about solar panels. I mean, we're lucky enough to be able to afford solar solar panels. But if you are just buying electricity off the grid in a few years, 
you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to get that loan. You're not going to be able to buy that house if it doesn't have solar panels or you're not planning on putting some sort of alternative energy into it. You're going to have to do it. Uh, Otherwise, the banks won't give you a loan because you'll have a low ESG score. That's a bizarre world you describe here. I know. And it is seemingly very well documented yeah and and And, yeah very well underway tv show on blaze tv it's a it's amazing to me because the s is social justice so if you're against critical race theory if you're against you know buying things based on color still you're part of the problem you'll have a low esg score oh no I am going to have a low. Yeah, my, my look, my ESG score is going to suck. Oh, no. My ESG score is going to be like my physics score back yeah. in high school. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Like, I'm just. Yeah, I'm, it's, I, it's not going to be good. Because even if I have solar panels, I say too many things that are against the ESG mantra. I know. And then that will be factored in, I'm sure. Oh, it sure will. It sure will. So you have to make up your mind where your line is and what it means. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's great when you run across a product, especially one that you use every day, that perfectly balances reasonable cost with superior design. And when you put a set of Raycon earbuds in your ears and you give them a listen, let me assure you, uh, you're going to think they're practically giving them away. The sound quality is great. They're just as good as all the high-end competitors like Apple, um, but they cost about half of what Apple charges. Whether you're looking for something to uh, put a good tune in with your ears or you know, or when you're supposed to be paying attention to a Zoom meeting or, God forbid, <laughs> you're the type of person that goes out jogging, you just want to hear something great and you don't want them falling out of your ears all the time, Get Raycon. They're the best. Raycon offering now a 15% discount off all of their products. And uh, all you have to do is go to buyraycon.com slash back. Buyraycon.com slash back. 15% off buyraycon.com slash back. If you don't know what we mean by ESG standards, uh, there's a great place to catch up on all that. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks on your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're <laughs> so glad that you're here. Pat Gray has joined us. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. Pat Gray, of course, from the podcast Pat Gray Unleashed, where you can get uh, you can listen to him every day. Either it's on true. Blaze Radio Network live before this program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just came from there. I just, just came, came from, from there. there. Wow. Yeah, it's quite and, a commute from yeah. my studio to yours. <laughs> what a journey it's been. It's incredible. So, uh, Pat, what do you have today? Uh, I've got some mask Nazis that uh, mm. they're pretty much showing up everywhere. Really? Mask Nazis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was uh, an interesting one, I thought, at a, at a drive through location. Um, the woman wasn't wearing a mask. And uh, so here's in her car, in her car, in her car. Here's what happened. Mm-hmm. Hi. Uh, you have a mask? No, I don't. I can give you one. Uh, you can give me one. I but can give you one. Why I, do I need you to wear a mask. So you can Wait. hand me a mask. I can hand you one. Yeah. But you can't hand me the drink without a mask. <laughs> You've got to wear a mask. How does that make any sense? You got to wear a mask. That's what. That's what I. I just need you to wear a mask. 
can you see mine? Well, if you can hand me a mask, why can't you just hand me the drink? <laughs> I can hand you the mask. Uh, all right. <laughs> so he can hand me a mask, uh -huh. but he can't hand me my drink. Makes perfect sense, right? Can you imagine? They're trying to tell us in our cars now <laughs> that we have to wear a mask to be served. Well, why won't you listen to the authorities? Why won't you listen to the and person? follow the science? Yeah, follow the science mm -hmm. and listen to the authorities <laughs> that are working the drive through window at, right. at your local fast food place. Because <laughs> who knows better? Uh, right, exactly right. The fast They're on place. the front line. Drive through person. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do worry a little bit about uh, the stock of Google, though. If masks go away, there will be no content on YouTube. All content uh, yeah. on YouTube is related to masks. It's seeming like every one of these mask conferences happens to happen when someone is pointing a phone at themselves, which is a really yeah, amazing <laughs> coincidence. I don't know if there's more anger that comes into these mm -hmm. or what. She probably went through before or had a yes. friend go through. And was going to sure. record yeah. this time. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it is a completely ridiculous standard it makes absolutely so no sense no whatsoever. i need you to wear the mask I need, but i need you I to can wear hand it. it to you i can <laughs> hand it to you but you need to wear it and at some level you feel like kind of bad for the employee who no. obviously didn't no. come up with a policy and i don't is, know it, he doesn't say that's policy he didn't say that's company policy. Even he if said, it is I company need you policy, to wear the mask. Yeah. Even, Even if, it, if is, it is company policy, it's, it's well, ridiculous. It and it, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, you but just let's it. not teach people just to follow orders. No, but if you want to keep your job at a restaurant <laughs> that Boy, has the happen? policy, <laughs> right? Right. If you want to keep your job, uh, mm -hmm. I understand that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's but stupid, there also but... is something to be said on. We should probably put this, uh, pull this weed out by its uh, roots when something makes no sense whatsoever. No sense. You should probably not do it when you're trampling on people's rights. <laughs> like, and it I, makes no sense. As a person who may or may not go through the Taco Bell drive through 14 times a week, I've noticed they have a policy, mm -hmm. at least at the one, the several that I frequent, uh, that they put the bag in a bin to hand to me. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, which yeah. is like, yeah. you touch touched the bag to uh, put it right. in the bin. Right. And then you're sliding the bin yeah. out so that I have to ha grab the bag, the same bag you touched. Mm-hmm. With my hands and pull right. it out of the bin. But Taco you're not Bell touching is... them. Yeah. So that's okay. I, I guess. Right. I've never touched a drive through you... employee. I don't know. <laughs> they, 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 Who do you think I have? Andrew Cuomo? They I don't, can I'm give not... it to you, but do, you can't give them the COVID. That would be bad. They can give it to right. you. Yes. But you what? can't reciprocate. Yes. But how would I give it to them? In like a normal... They, they, no, they've made it so you can't. No, no I, I mean, mean, in a normal drive-through transaction, how would I give them COVID? Well, I'm, assuming you're wearing... I'm giving them a credit card. Assuming you're wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. You are wearing no, a mask. No, absolutely not. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you should no ask. They can hand you a mask. <laughs> Stu, you know what? You're a bad person. Oh, just a bad person. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I just decided yeah. I don't like you. Yeah. That summarizes it pretty yeah. well. It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It does, but I could help if... You know, maybe you don't want to wear a full mask. What about wearing a nosy? Have you seen the nosy yet? Oh, my yet? gosh. These are so ah. stupid. These are so great. Wait, I thought real? you were going to say great. These are so okay. great. <laughs> these are great. Because yeah. look what it does. They're. I mean, it, it's a... It's, it, a... It, it's a little teeny device that fits all over only your nose, and it acts as a HEPA filter mm -hmm. and a carbon filter. Mm. And... It, if you if you're watching on TV, you you can see just how stupid they look on people. <laughs> so just based on that, I'm gonna say 
I'm a pass on the nosy. Uh, but you know what is... these cost? No. Ninety dollars. No. Ninety bucks for a nosy. It can't be real. Is it real? I, I, th- yeah, I think so. It I looks so, so ridiculous. So. Looks so ridiculous. Um, let me tell you. You know what it looks like? <laughs> what? Do you remember the opera, The Nose? Oh my gosh! Oh, that yes. I went to. Yes. It looks just like the nose, and the nose was the was the. I don't even know what that damn opera was about. <laughs> I, my daughter was like, "Let's go to this opera. It's getting great reviews." And I'm like, "No, not another opera." She's like, "It's gonna be great fun." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's really not." And uh, we went and. We mocked it the whole time. People were very angry with us, but we mocked it the whole time. It was a giant nose with feet, and it looked like the nosy. My gosh. <laughs> it was a nose with feet? Yeah, and it sang. I don't even know what it was, because it was in another language, but it was this nose that would come out, and it would walk <laughs> around the stage and, Lie, I'm a nose. <laughs> and you're like, okay, whatever. And I'm convinced... <laughs> I'm convinced that that opera was just someone saying, watch how stupid these opera people are. Mm -hmm. They'll buy this Mm -hmm. and then they'll all flock to it and pay all kinds of money to watch the nose singing. (laughs) And I think that's what the nosy is. I think that is somebody saying, look how stupid everyone has become. They will wear these. And they'll pay $90 a piece for them. So. I wonder. If you, yeah. I mean, I wonder if it's, you could actually buy them. Are, are they a legitimate product? Go to. I don't yeah, know. We, went we, to the, we went to the website. Did you buy any? No. Oh, I no, think we got to buy, 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 buy one. We got to buy one. We got to buy them. We got to buy one. Okay. That would be a fun show to do a show with the nosy. And Let's then, buy three of them. Okay. One for you. One for, uh, I don't want the white one. Whatever else colors they have, I just don't want a white one. I want a black one. I want a black one. Because I identify <laughs> as, as a, having as a, a person nose. with a black nose. If they have a brown one, because my nose is about the entirety of my Native American ancestry. I have more Native American ancestry than uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. So I impressive. could wear a brown nose. <laughs> Or a red nose. It does seem to be a Kickstarter. So maybe yes. not actually available to purchase, but on you, the way. If you put your money into that Kickstarter, <laughs> uh, those people are probably in Russia. Only 217 backers. Yeah, really? Which is really? not good. Huh. Considering the amount of press it's, it's received, that is yeah. not a good number. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's going to do better now because everybody I thought sees it was how great it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you could put glasses and uh, black furry eyebrows above the glasses. <laughs> uh, let me give you let me give you this this is from the washington post uh this is an editorial <clears throat> living in dallas texas right now feels like an exercise in survival wow oh yeah doesn't it for though? sure it really does doesn't it mm-hmm. at a mexican restaurant in lubbock this week Governor, Wait, I she's living in Dallas. Governor Greg Abbott. No, he was. The, <laughs> okay, the, okay, got it. Governor Greg Abbott proclaimed that he would issue an executive order to open Texas up 100% starting next week, including, as he told a cheering crowd, ending the statewide mask mandate. People and businesses don't need the state telling them how to operate, he said. It was ironic 
that Abbott made his announcements on Texas Independence Day. Was it? For, was that for, ironic? Was it? I mean, mm. it is. I mean, he's saying that we can be independent and we don't have to have the government telling us everything. So it was actually kind of appropriate, more than ironic. For many of us Texans, that we uh, that uh, what we desperately need is to be free from a GOP leadership that has put our safety last at every turn since this pandemic began. Abbott's decision to lift occupancy li- uh, limits on businesses and other restrictions is reckless and premature. So I, I went mm-hmm. to um, I went to a restaurant on Friday and I was out with a bunch of friends And my wife just gave me the dirtiest look. She was already there. And I walked all the way through the restaurant um, uh, (laughs) saying with my mask on, I'm masked so I'm safe. 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 Then I pulled the chair out. I'm masked so I'm safe. I sat down. I don't need the mask anymore because there are no germs at this level. <laughs> yeah, co- I, it drives me thing. nuts. COVID is a height thing. Nuts. That's why uh, no little people have COVID. <clears throat> Kids don't get COVID because it That's all true. floats above you. So yeah. when you sit down, down, you can't four get foot it. three, <laughs> right. you can't get COVID. <laughs> right. So, so. Uh, so uh, the Texas GOP, this is according <laughs> to Washington Post, the Texas GOP's necropolitics meaning politics of death, Mm -hmm. have been on full display during Uh, this pandemic year. Uh, Last March, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said grandparents in in Texas would be willing to sacrifice their lives uh, for the sake of the state's economy. Uh, Yeah, I said that too. Uh, When Abbott reopened the state in in May, the move quickly resulted in a spike of cases, and he was forced to backtrack. I've never backtracked on any of uh, that. I, I believe that... Uh, people my age are perfectly willing to go in to work. Not everybody, not everybody, but there's a lot of us who are like, uh-huh, yeah, open it back up. Now Texas has thrust Texans back into the reopen rodeo show. So here we go again. Impressed on his, Abbott impressed on his listeners at the end of the mass mandates does not end personal responsibility. But what of the responsibility of government? What have that? What have the, the, the responsibility to not tell us what to do in every aspect of our lives? Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, the responsibility I, of the government really ends uh, on the rights and responsibilities of the citizen. Yeah. <laughs> when they interfere yeah. with the rights of the citizen, the government has no place there. This guy is making the argument that, yes, I do need government to tell me whether or not I should wear a mask. Exactly I'm not smart right. enough to figure that well, out no, on my he own. is. He is and his friends, but everybody else in Texas are too stupid to do it. Yeah. So you might have a, I don't know, an ego issue. I'm just saying Hmm. that if you think that you're the smart one (laughs) and you pay attention to science, I would like to point out a couple of real quick, a couple of things about science. Uh, First of all, the, the this is latest from the CDC. Mask mandates and restaurant restrictions have very small impact on coronavirus. Uh, (laughs) Japan, their supercomputer just has shown that doubling masks offers little to no help. Just if you're following the science, you should read those articles. 
and uh, maybe put the pen down uh, when you're walk or writing to the Washington Post. Although I don't know if anybody actually exists at the Washington Post except people, members of the DNC, with the with the headlines that they wrote about Biden this weekend. Um, I, I Biden may be working at the Washington Post. That's why he doesn't have time for press conferences. Thank you, Pat. All right, let me uh, tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's My Patriot Supply. Uh, history has taught us a lot of things. Uh, when there is a disaster, you're going to need to be able to be self-sustainable. Uh, so what do, you, what do you do? What do you do? What do you need? Well, you need power, you need water, uh, and you need food. Those three things are things that you need and uh, my Patriot Supply can help you with two out of the three. MyPatriotSupply.com. Get the food storage that you need if there's an emergency. Get the water filtration that you need. The food kits uh, ship in one to two days and arrive discreetly at your door. Don't wait. The time to prepare for the future is right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't wait. Do it now. MyPatriotSupply.com. In October of 2020, that's last October, Miami-based art collector Pablo Rodriguez Fragile must it, it's, it must be from France spent uh, almost sixty-seven thousand dollars on a ten-second video artwork that he could have watched online for free. Last week, he sold it for six point six million dollars. Uh, what? The video by digital artist Beeple, whose real name is Mike Winkleman, was authenticated by blockchain, which serves as a digital signature to verify who owns this digital artwork and that it is original digital artwork. This is a new type of digital asset known as a non-fungible token or NFT that has exploded in popularity during the pandemic as enthusiasts and investors scramble to spend enormous sums of money on items that exist only online. I don't think I get this other than <laughs> this sounds like the biggest scam of all time. Uh, you know, have you seen the people that are they're buying artwork, but you're buying a share of the artwork? you seen that no yeah they're now starting to sell artwork uh and you they're asking you to invest and you can buy you know 250 dollars worth of the mona lisa or whatever artwork that is up for sale mona lisa is usually not up for sale but you can buy these and it's a, a way for people that want the artwork they'll hold it they'll hold it for you They'll hold it for you. It's your time-sharing art. Your time-sharing art. You never actually get to see it yourself. You Uh -uh. just kind of own it. And if it goes up, you'll get a percentage Mm. of... I mean, we are finding ways to scam people out of their money every single day. And this this NFT sounds just like that. Uh, We're going to go to Jeff Brown, our our, uh, technology expert. He has a lot to say about this. Coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program.